Hello everyone and welcome back to the Let Go Vet Girl podcast. My name is Leticia Velasquez and I will be your host. Thank you so much for joining me week after week so we can learn and grow together. I'm so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Let Go Van Grow. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before we get started with anything, I just want to say happy Valentine's Day to all of my friends, all of my family, all of the people that I love and I know that love me back. I hope that this day finds you well and it is just a good day because love to me has always been the best thing ever. Um, when you do something out of love, it just makes everything 100 times better. So I love love and I love when I see people in love. So yes, happy Valentine's Day, you guys. And I know today is all about friendships and love. So who better than to share this lovely episode with than my best friend and my husband, um, the person that I love and the person that I can call my best friend. So thank you so much for joining me again. Thanks, bestie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Um, we wanted to make an episode th- today just sharing a little bit about how we see love and obviously you know um, i've shared in previous episodes that me and joel have been together for 16 years and a lot of ups a lot of downs um but i feel like the downs have definitely made us love each other more and appreciate the good times Mm -hmm. so i'm so excited to share this episode with you guys well we were just gonna kind of talk about um what we think makes a good relationship uh i want to scratch that what we think makes a healthy relationship yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i think it's different for everybody but i think what we're talking about could probably help somebody and maybe open somebody's eyes and they can take it for what they want to take it and yeah yeah maybe it'll help them in in their journey in their relationships in their own relationship with themselves yeah exactly and i'm actually glad that you do bring that up because i want to share with everyone that no matter like what the relationship that you have either with your partner or with any you know friend or whatever like there is no better love than self-love i agree so you have to love yourself first you have to love yourself ultimately in order for your relationships to thrive it could either be like with your partner um, with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your wife, um, with your mom, with your siblings, with your coworkers, like whatever relationship that you have out there, if you don't have a good one with yourself, the other ones out there are just not going to be thriving. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like that's like the best advice that I can give to someone is just really love themselves. Because I know personally, for me, when I learned to love myself, that's when my relationships outside of me started to thrive. And I don't mean like when I learned to be, when I learned to be like a better wife or a better mom. Like, no, when I really truly started to be a better you. Exactly. Uh That's when I just seen all of my relationships with my family, with you, with the kids just flourish. And that was, that was amazing, you know, but obviously... I had to learn to love myself first and put myself like above everyone. And it kind of sounds weird because coming from me that I have kids and I'm a wife, like it sounds kind of... Selfish. Yeah. But it's not, honestly. It's not not selfish at all. Because anything that you allow for yourself, you're going to allow for somebody else to give you to. And if you're allowing the minimum to yourself, the minimum amount of love to yourself, that's how much love you're going to allow from somebody else too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to love yourself the most so that you could accept the most love from somebody else yeah exactly so that's Mm -hmm. that is something that i i learned to Mm -hmm. love myself and i'm like oh my gosh everything just else follows so it's amazing it's an amazing feeling so yeah um Mm -hmm. let's get started on today's episode i wanted to just talk about like i said what we think makes a good and healthy happy relationship overall Mm -hmm. so if i can ask you that question joel what makes you think or what, what do you think makes a good slash healthy relationship? What would be the first thing that comes to mind? It would be understanding. Understanding, I think, makes a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I think if you understand your partner, 
Well, first, you got to understand yourself. And I think if you understand yourself, you have a better chance of understanding your partner mm -hmm. and how to talk to them, how to communicate your concerns with them and how to love them uh, because you're more open. And I think it, it, so it has to go both ways. You have to understand your partner so that they can understand you. And it's like a back and forth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, yeah, I get that. That is, that is true. Understanding your partner and where they're coming from. But as a human being, when you're always trying to make your voice be heard, mm -hmm. how do you stop to think about me first? How do you stop and say like, Hey, I, cause I mean, I'm pretty sure when we have a disagreement, all you want to do is just like, tell me say what's your triggering first. you, right? Uh -huh. So how can you tell someone, Hey, I know you want to have your voice heard. I know that you're triggered. I know you want to tell your partner that you're pissed off right now, but how do you stop your ego thinking and just stop and listen to your partner and give your partner that voice that instead of making it your voice to be heard first, it's her voice or his voice that you're listening to first. How do you make that work? I think most people, when they're trying to get their point across, mm -hmm. they want to get their point across first. And I think in order for you to understand somebody, you got to hear them first. So instead of me telling you my side, I'm going to I'm going to be patient and I'm going to understand you and hear what you say and I'm going to take it openly. So patience. So patience, yeah. So hearing you out, hearing what you got to say, how it makes you feel. And then I I'm going to have the last word and say, "Okay, I get you. I understand that." And this is how maybe it'll maybe it'll change my thoughts about the whole situation because yeah. oh you know what I didn't see it that way, I didn't know that this was causing her uh, this type of uh, damage or this type of uh, friction. Mm -hmm. So I, I think you have to be patient and listen to the other person first, so that you can have an understanding of them, and then you can tell them your side. Okay. I think it's healthier that way too because you're not. In a battle that no, I want to say this first, or I want to, I'm going to say it louder now because you're not hearing me. But mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter how loud you're talking; it's as long as you understand them. So ultimately, what I'm think, what I'm hearing from you right now is ultimately, when you have patience for your partner to be able to listen to your partner first, great things can come from that uh -huh. because now you are seeing another point of view, mm -hmm. and then on top of that, you're like your 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 partner, either he or she is now feeling heard and understood. Mm -hmm. So now like it's not even a battle anymore. Now she like let's just say me and you were like talking and now it's mm -hmm. not like I'm saying, well, I have to be louder than you because mm -hmm. you already given me that space to communicate with you. Uh -huh. And now when I, and you I felt heard. So now that whenever you come in and say what you feel, I'm also going to be in that safe space to want to listen to you uh -huh. and want to understand you because I already felt understood mm -hmm. and I already felt heard. Mm -hmm. But it's it sounds kind of tough, though, because when you're angry and you're seeing red, to be able to get yourself into that space of calmness and understanding, uh -huh. that kind of sounds kind it's of tough. tough yeah, it, it takes time. I think it takes time to calm yourself down, to get to a certain level mentally and emotionally but then also you got to work on yourself you got to be able to control your emotions and that's something that maybe a lot of people don't know how to do i don't think a lot of people are in their journey are maybe that far ahead where they're they're able to calm themselves down yeah and they just react from whatever the comments or discussion is and at that time at, and then but yeah that takes time i think it takes time to have patience like that it's, you don't get it on the first try yeah I guess that kind of um, ties into what I wanted to ask you also about um, like healing, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know me and you have done our share of healing uh -huh. like, alone together mm -hmm. with our families, with our kids, with just everything. Like we've healed tremendously, I think, like the past, you know, what, year and a half maybe? Yeah. Since our last son was born, I feel like we both had yeah. a lot of work to do, right? Uh -huh. um, so... Do you think that healing must be like is is it's it's a big thing in order to be happy? Yeah, of course, yeah. I think that's probably the biggest thing. I think that's the base. I think you got to start there. Yeah, sure. you got to start there first. Cuz 
I mean, you can be happy on the outside and yeah. everything, but if you're like shitty and rotten on the inside, it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out eventually somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So like personal healing. You personal think? healing has to be done, I think, first to have a healthy relationship. To have a relationship outside of yourself, mm-hmm. you have to have a healthy relationship with yourself. I think you have to be. I mean, you're not gonna be completely healed, but I think you Just have healing. to be. Yeah, you have to be in that process. On that road. On that road to becoming a better you and accepting everything around you for what it is yeah. whether you like it or not but as long as you accept it then you'll be okay with that yeah because i know with like the healing part you know my healing journey i'm absolutely in love with because i mm-hmm. have seen how much it's helped me you know yeah with myself with you with mm-hmm. my family with everyone and healing is so uncomfortable it, it hurts. is uh-huh it hurts and, at first <laughs> yeah uh-huh but then when you when you see like the good that comes from it, uh-huh. it's you're just like on that freaking road. Like you're not even trying to get off that road. Yeah. You're like trying to learn what how am I how can I level up yeah. to be better? Uh-huh. Like now I'm into this. I'm I'm into this healing journey because I know that everyone around me is just gonna thrive from me being one hundred percent, you know, better with myself or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think like with me, with the healing part, I know that I had, and I'm just, and I'm going way back here. Like we've been together for 16 years and I'm going like way back to where. Has it been, oh wait. Yeah, it's like, seven. Why are you looking like that? Cause I'm like, it's been 17, but no, it's going to be 17. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be celebrating your so I'm like, It was 06, then. so I'm doing the math in my head. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I'm going to go way back to mm-hmm. where like, we didn't even think like, healing, um, self-love, like that wasn't any part of our vocabulary. Okay? No. I'm going to go back, way back to that point. Um, we were obviously together for what, like five years before I got pregnant? With No, less than that. Was it? I'm not sure. Seven, Are we going to do four? math? Four? I was like, <laughs> well, we were together like four years, I okay. think, and then we had the our baby. Okay, our, our so, four, let's, okay so four or five years. Uh-huh. Um, but... Obviously, when we were kids, we were kids, right? We were in high school, and I yeah. don't want to bring too much into into that relationship. And ultimately, now, I mean, if I really want to be technical, I mean, yes, we were kind of like brewing like that toxic relationship already uh-huh. because we had all of the mentality that we have that we learned as kids into our teenage years. Like it was just like stuff yeah. cooking in the pot, uh-huh. you know. But we, I won't go that deep because we were just kids, but. Like when we moved in together, we had our son, our oldest son, and we moved in together. Um, I remember that I used to hate when you used to go out mm-hmm. with your friends, right? You would leave the house and you would step out for a little bit just to unwind or whatever. And I hated that. Mm-hmm. I hated that you used to go out and I would always be like so triggered about it. And until I I healed and I started healing myself, I, I learned kind of to see why that was. And, why it was triggering for you? Yeah, like, why was mm-hmm. it so triggering for me? And I used to think, like, fuck, I was just so toxic. Like, I was bad. <laughs> but then when I started to heal, I'm like, well, it wasn't that I was toxic. It was just that I was bringing all of these childhood traumas that I lived in my, obviously, childhood into our relationship, into mm-hmm. our home. And, you know, I, you know that my dad was obviously you know, he left when I was five years old or whatever. And I always wanted to, I loved you so much that I wanted to, I wanted you to fit that role that Uh my dad left. Mm -hmm. And so since I loved you so much and obviously you're a man or whatever, I thought, and I don't want to say like, I seen you as my dad, (laughs) because that's kind of weird, right? To say that, but as weird as it sounds, yeah, emotionally, it's it's true. Like I seen you as a, of uh, <laughs> as a father figure, I guess, but not really, obviously. Like just like that male role that, that you male. wanted as a kid yeah. in your life. Uh, you you wanted that male role somehow present in your yeah in exactly. Your present life. And exactly, and I seen you as that because mm-hmm. I loved you so much, and I seen you know you were like. So I was just thinking, okay, this man is gonna leave me. This man is going to find someone else because obviously my dad, you got, you know, he left, he had another family and I would always sit there and ask myself, like as a child, I would always sit there and be like, well, why, why am I not good enough for my dad? Mm-hmm. 
Um, why am I not good enough for him to want to live with me and my mom and my siblings? Mm-hmm. And so when when you came into my life and I loved you tremendously, so dear to my heart, I didn't want to do anything to lose you. I thought you were going to leave me. You would walk out. You would leave the house and I would start like I would get triggered. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Is he going to leave me? Is he going to find someone else? And this was a shitty place to put you under because obviously you're not my dad. Uh You'll never be my dad. So I had to stop and heal that version of me. I had to stop and talk to my five-year-old self and say, look, Joel is not your dad. He's not going to do the shit that your dad did. He's not going to leave you like your dad did. And if Mm -hmm. he does, that's Joel leaving you, Mm -hmm. not your dad. And you have to understand and understand the difference and put mm-hmm. your dad here and Joel over here because they're not the same person. Mm-hmm. So Or the same relationship. Exactly. Uh-huh. So definitely like healing was a big part of for me. I think that just I had to heal. I mean, I'm still a mess, but no, you're I, not. <laughs> I am. No. A beautiful one though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well not a mess, but you're beautiful. <laughs> everyone's a work in progress so uh-huh. but i feel like i had a lot to heal from like here mm. and here and here and in yeah. a lot of places that i needed healing they were fucking up our relationship uh-huh. no matter even if i didn't want them to yeah. but a lot of times when you don't heal like let's say you're you're like even with just like old relationships right mm-hmm. like you're thinking you're long done with this relationship but Mm -hmm. if you didn't heal what that other person messed you up in Mm -hmm. guess what you're going to bring it into your new relationship yeah unwillingly or Mm -hmm. unknowingly but you are yeah because you haven't healed because you're going to think that's going to happen in this relationship because that's what damaged or that's what fucked up that relationship so you're like i don't want this one to get fucked up yeah so i'm going to be different when in reality no it's not there's no reason for you to be different because it's a different relationship. Yeah. And so you're, yeah, you're bringing shit from this one into the other one. And it's just it becomes a mess. I know. And I don't know how people, I mean, how do you know when, what, what, what do you think? How do you know that people, when people should learn to separate the two? Like, what do you think that happens when they're like, okay. Like if you go from one relationship to another. Yeah. I think you just have to be true to yourself. You, you, you just got to be yourself. Be yourself, and if you were yourself, and they didn't want you for yourself at that in that relationship, relationship. then that one didn't work out. But there's going to be somebody that finds you and loves you and likes the genuine person that you are, and that that's that's great because you don't have to change yourself for that person. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, and I mean, you might have felt you had to change, but you're not doing you're doing a disservice to yourself. Because exactly. then at what point are you going to be tired of being this changed person for somebody to try to please them when you're not even pleased with yourself? Exactly. Yeah. And then ultimately that relationship is obviously not going to be happy because yeah. you're never you're not going to be happy with yourself. But I think a lot of relationships start like that, though. Mm, I think yeah. so. Because you're yeah. what you're doing is you're, you're trying to impress the other, the other person. So you talk a little different, you act a little different. And after a while, you have to get comfortable yeah you, know, you have to get comfortable with that person that's crazy that you're bringing that up right now because i wanted to touch on that subject but since we're talking about it right now we'll, we'll <laughs> talk about it right now it just kind of goes in with what we're talking about but one of the things that i feel like um that makes a good healthy relationship is having that space to be yourself uh-huh yeah you know and like you say when you're when you're in a when you're barely starting, you're not yourself. No, you're not. I don't think anybody is themselves completely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah, little bits and pieces, see. but I think you you do a little bit more to impress the other person. Yeah, but I yeah, one hundred percent. And like I said, this ties back to the whole healing part. Mm-hmm. If you're not in a good place, like let's say you're not in a good place, right, and you haven't healed or you haven't even tried to heal yourself, mm-hmm. but you're dating. Shit is never going to go right, you know, yeah. because I wanted to give this example. Like, let's say um, if you are if you're healing and you're on a good journey and you've learned to love yourself, you're going to want to show everyone mm. 
who you are, who you truly are. And if uh, if someone doesn't fuck with that, you're not gonna care. You ain't gonna give a shit. Yeah, you're gonna be like, like, all right, I'm not for you. Yeah, exactly. So it's crazy because you you need to really learn how to heal yourself and be yourself truly, so you can be able to. Yeah, I hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, sorry. I know just... <laughs> you're just oh, you're infatuated with me right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's crazy because. That I think we're the reason why we're on the same page is because we've been there, done that, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And like for me too, since I wasn't healed when I got with you, and it's not that I wasn't healed, but I was a child, you I know. Was, yeah, I think too. with with us, we it's like a special. Um, how do you say it? it's like a special case? A special case because we were so young, you mm-hmm. know. We were so young, so I didn't know what it was to heal at sixteen years old. That wasn't even a thing. I think. Yeah. I, honestly, I think this is kind of new too in, in the world in generation. general. I think it's our generations. We're the, the healing healers. generation. We're yeah. the healers for sure. Because there was, I don't think there was, I guess, awareness. And I think it's mental awareness, emotional awareness. Yeah. I don't think there was a lot of it back then. And I think now it's becoming more of a, a thing. A thing, yeah. So people are Putting taking this journey there. a lot more serious or there's more people taking this journey. Yeah. So I think it's more common now for people to... To better themselves. And to try to heal themselves. And unfortunately, it happens later on in your years. I don't think you... If you go through shit as a kid, you're going to deal with that shit as an adult. As an adult, yeah, for sure. In your relationships as an adult. Not growing up and being a kid. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, when, um, when I was a kid, when I was 16 years old, and not knowing that I was, you know, unhealed... I I wanted to because I was dealing with those daddy issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was uh, I was saying that I was trying to give you that role of a father figure in my life. So I changed so much about myself because mm-hmm. I was scared for you to leave me. You know, if you told me and I this is you have told me this. I'm I'm probably gonna make you a little triggered right now, but. I remember you told me when I was, I was probably like a senior and you're already out of high school, but I wanted to dye my hair blonde. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really want to dye my hair blonde. And you were like, well, I don't like blondes. Mm-hmm. And I never did it. And yeah. now I'm just like, I didn't do it because obviously like I was scared for you to leave me, mm-hmm. you know? And that was obviously, I was unhealed and mm-hmm. I wasn't loving myself. And I, so we've been together for so long that, um, I never really learned to be 100% my authentic, true self mm-hmm. because I'm always worried about what you mm-hmm. want, what, I would think. what you like, what do you mm-hmm. like, how do you think I should act, mm-hmm. how do you think that I should be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, am I down, am I singing too loud? Am I singing the wrong song? Uh-huh. Like, you know, uh, lots and lots of little things that um, I had to, and I'm learning to say like hey if he's gonna love you he's gonna love you because of who you are Mm -hmm. so definitely like learning how to be yourself is it's a big thing i think and 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 accepting your partner for who they are and Mm -hmm. loving them as is i think that helps a lot and i think trust you gotta trust the your partner to like who you are too to be that person yeah to be that person yeah i think uh which kind of ties into Another thing that I wanted to say, mm-hmm. it's just uh, like communication. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to communicate what you want and what you what you like, what you're not okay with. Yeah. And I think that's hard. At the beginning, I think it's hard to, to say that because of that stage where you're trying to impress the other person yeah. and maybe they don't like a certain thing. So you kind of shy away from that for a bit because you're like, oh, they don't like that. So I'm not going to. Yeah. And I think that's I don't think that's good. I think you should be able to communicate whether it's in the incipient stage of your relationship or later on in your in your years of being together. But mm-hmm. yeah, you, you, communication is a big thing. Yeah, understanding communication it's it's a they're big things in, in relationships to make them good and healthy. Yeah, to make them last. Yeah, because if you if you're dating, I mean, we obviously we haven't dated anyone for years, but mm-hmm. if you're like in your thirties, let's say, and you're dating. And you're putting up this bullshit facade of who you, who you think that girl or that boy might like. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Shit's going to go south in a year or two. Yeah. 
that shit ain't gonna work because at that in a year or two you're gonna show your true intentions you're gonna be tired of being that person that you're not exactly so you know if if you don't if if you don't like fucking chicken don't pretend you like chicken because guess what (laughs) in a year and a half you're gonna be like i'm fucking tired of this chicken i don't want to eat chicken anymore yeah it's just just go into this new relationship that you're in or if you like someone and you, your friendship is blossoming into a relationship, put up all those things that you, you know, all of your, everything that you don't think that you like or everything that you believe in, put it up there. Sorry, I just spit on you. No, did you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but just like put everything out there, you know, so that person could know you for who you are. And if they want to fall in love with you, they're going to fall in love with you for who you really are. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's... I'm barely learning how to be myself. Like, imagine somebody falling in love with you for who you're not. Exactly. That that must suck. That must be sad. Yeah, that sucks. And that then they figure out that... That you're not like that? Then you're like, what? Why don't you... What are you? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that must suck. But I, I'm barely learning how to be myself, too. Honestly, like this past year that, uh-huh. you know, I'm learning and growing. I'm barely learning how to be myself. And I think me, too. Yeah, you, I too, think, for sure. Yeah. But you know what I love about me and you that even though I'm learning how to be myself, I love when you hype me up. Like, I think that for me is <laughs> the, the best thing. I feel mm-hmm. so good when I'm like in the living room and I just randomly come out and just like do a silly dance or something. And mm-hmm. for you to hype me up. It makes me feel good because I'm like, I mean, I'm learning. I'm I'm loving doing that. You know, I chose to, let's just say I I chose to dance, Mm -hmm. right, out of nowhere. And then to have the person that I love, like, hype me up Uh when I'm doing something that that makes me feel good. Like, Mm -hmm. it's. It's an amazing feeling. Yeah, it is. I love that. Because I see you and you look happy and you look (laughs) genuine. And I think me, since I understand that a little bit more, being happy with yourself and being able to express yourself freely, I'm just like, oh, hell yeah, that's cool. She's being herself and she loves it. And I, I love seeing you being yourself. And I and I guess that kind of ties in with what you were saying. It's about trust, right? Like uh-huh. at that point, you're probably like, I'm glad that I'm able to provide that trust for her, for her to be I, I'm herself. glad you, you feel comfortable enough to be like that around me. Yeah. And that feels good on my end, too. Yeah. yeah. On my end, too. Like, I like mm-hmm. it. And I like to be in that space. Yeah. To where cool. you allow me to be myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like it. But, yeah, so communication, that was, that's a good one. And then, um, well, we just, I think, what else? I think time for each other, too, is very important, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's important. You got to be able to set some time aside to spend time with your partner. And only your partner. Yeah, just <laughs> only your partner. Because especially parents, they mm-hmm. they tend to kind of balance their kids in their own relationship. But you got to, you have to make a little bit of effort and take some, even if it's just 10, 15 minutes in a day to exactly. kind of sneak away and. Be by yourself with your partner. Yeah, we last year we did a, we were doing like what, like a once a month, once a month date, date. and we we loved it. I yeah, it was, cool. it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We and obviously this new year too, we we uh, we're totally doing it uh, doing it again, mm-hmm. and um, but we switched it up a little bit this year. We did. Yeah, we did. so uh, we're doing we're still doing the date once a month. And we're switching off every month. So I pick one, one date, date and then you pick the next. Because I think I was picking all the dates last year. <laughs> you were. I was like, so what are we going to do, gonna this? do this, this month? I'm like, let me get back to you. But yeah, yeah so we're... I think I, I... I was the one that thought of this, huh? <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You're going to... You got to pick something too. Yeah. But we're picking something that we haven't done before. So... Yeah. So this past month, we went to a shooting range. Yeah. And uh, that was our date. Yeah, for, for that, the last month. <laughs> we did. We went to Turner's, and uh, it's it a was, it's a shooting range here in Bakersfield. I'm like so. I was. I mean, I'm still kind of like against guns, um, but 
it def because I because I'm just uncomfortable with them. Uh-huh. I'm uncomfortable with guns, especially because at my previous job I got robbed like uh, at gunpoint. At gunpoint, and it was super fucking triggering for me. And then not only was not I think obviously just being in that situation was super triggering, but the fact that my family was in there like 20 minutes before the fucking situation, like my son um, had went in there and took me like a rose, you know, because Joel is definitely like. I mean, he's he's making our our oldest son to be like such a gentleman. So he bought him a rose, and then I remember they walked into my job and they gave me the rose, and then they left. And then twenty minutes later, I freaking get robbed at gunpoint. Really, they yeah. went right before? Yeah, it was that day. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, it was. That's I think that's why I held like such a like it was it was pretty triggering for me. Um, it was it kind of fucked me up a lot. But mm-hmm. anyways, the point is that. It was, um, I, I've never really liked to view guns in that, like, way that a lot of people do. And it was fun for you to take me out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It was, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Not at first. Okay. I don't even think you wanted to shoot it at first. Yeah, I was like, You're no, like, no, nah, you do I'll it. I'll just watch I'll you. watch. <laughs> and then uh, there was another gun that was, like, a smaller one. Yeah. You're like, maybe I'll, I'll just try that one. And I think you ended up trying the, the bigger one, though. Yeah. I think like the last couple of rounds you you ended up shooting it. Yeah. And yeah. And then you you were I think you were a little more comfortable with the smaller one, no? Yeah. And yeah, but the the thing is right now too that I'm thinking about is like that I love that you didn't let me not do it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean ultimately I if I would have said no, 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 it was a no. But to have you like you're gonna be fine and like reassuring me that mm-hmm. even though it was uncomfortable you were going to help me and you were going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think that is also like what growth is, you know, growth. People need relationships and just just anyone in general. Growth is always going to happen. Change is always going to happen. Mm-hmm. So when you have that partner in your life that supports, supports you mm-hmm. and is all up for you growing and changing. And when your partner sits there and supports you in, in your change, this Honestly, this speaks volumes because mm-hmm. imagine me changing and you supporting it, but at the same time, I feel like it's scary for you if that I change, right? Because it, well, when you because I think you started before I did your when you started healing, you started journey, yeah. going through on this path, and I think I I you weren't really telling me to to change or yeah. to take this path with you, but you were you were kind of stepping pretty far ahead already and. You were telling me, hey, if if I go on this journey and and I'm gonna end up leaving you behind, and I'm not gonna think twice about it. And I think that that kind of made it for me. That that kind of made me want to follow you and take take that path too, or my own personal path of self healing. Because I was I scared. That. I'm like, damn. Do you remember telling me that? I remember that. I remember we were in our room, and you're like, you know what? I'm going. Um, you're you would you would read and journal. Yeah. And I went in, into the bedroom while you were, uh, or you were journaling, and I think you were teary-eyed, and you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm, this all this stuff's being brought up, and I'm journaling about it, and if if uh, I'm going on this journey, I and I leave you behind, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm I'm loving myself, and and I I like it, and I was like, fuck, I need to, I don't want to get left behind. That's so crazy. Yeah, I totally remember that, uh-huh. and. Um... I do remember that because I remember journaling in that day. I remember exactly what I was journaling about. And I just remember thinking, like, if if you start to love yourself mm-hmm. and and if uh, and if this means that you got to leave him behind, mm-hmm. then you got to just fucking leave him behind. Yeah. And it that was so scary for me. That was scary for me. <laughs> that, I remember being so triggered and uh-huh. saying, like, I don't want to leave the love of my life be, like behind. Yeah, and I don't want to be left by you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely scary, but I mm-hmm. knew that it had to be done, and mm-hmm. I was healing myself, and that's why I've I've said too in my previous episodes, like I'm I'm lucky enough that you decided that you wanted to to, to heal yourself in your own personal journey because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't do that, and a lot of people grow out of their relationships, and then they say like. Well, I deserve better. Uh-huh. And then that other person is like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm not okay, then bye. And then that's when the relationship is yeah. done because they don't want to drop their ego way of thinking and say, you know what? Yeah, you deserve better, but let me be better. Yeah. 
Because yeah. you did. You did deserve better. And uh, I'm trying to give you that now. Yeah, you do. For sure. Mm-hmm. Always. No, <laughs> you do. Honestly, like, you have been so amazing to me. And, like, the way that you've healed, I'm so proud of you, too, because... Uh, knowing you, I mean, I'm telling you, I've known, I know, I've known this, this, I fell in love with the 17 year old Joel. And now I'm just like, girl. And you know what's crazy? That I would not want my daughter to fall in love with the 17 year old Joel, okay? <laughs> Let me just tell you that much. But, you know, I love you now. And I mean, I've loved you then, but like now I love who you are. And I think the reason why I stood around you all these years is because. I really seen into your soul and I really seen the person that you were and I was always just ready for that person to come out, you know, mm-hmm. and I was lucky enough that you were willing to do the work for him to come out and you're an amazing, you're an amazing husband. You are an amazing friend. You, you're just amazing all around. And I know anyone that knows you will tell you that you're amazing and I'm just so fucking lucky that I am with you because you're amazing. <laughs> so, honestly, babe, love I love you so much. You are. You no. know you are. <laughs> you are. And, um, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just lucky that we both decided to do the work to heal. Mm, together. Together. Mm-hmm. To just be better for each other. And we're better to our family. We're better to our kids. Mm. We're better all around, you know? And um, I think that's that's beautiful. Yeah. But... And like you said, you you uh, get to a point where you're saying, you know what, I'm I'm starting to love myself, and I'm gonna move forward, whether you like it or not. I think uh, at that point when you told me that, I uh, I wanted to move forward too, and I think I think you did deserve better. So I'm like, you know what, I'm I need to be better so that I can be that better that she deserves too. So. And then at that point, I'm 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 on my journey too, and I'm loving myself, and I'm being mm-hmm. comfortable, and I'm I took that same um, that same saying that oh well if if you don't if you don't accept this then you know I'm sorry I can't do anything about you I'm gonna leave you behind and you know, unfortunately you do kind of leave some relationships in the past because of of your personal growth but yeah. but I mean there's nothing wrong with there's that wrong yeah. With that, yeah I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, as you grow, you have to learn to, you mm-hmm. know, your relationship, all your relationships are going to grow. Some of them are, you know. Some of them are for a reason. Some of them are for a season. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before I let you go to sleep. <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you one last question. And it is, what do you think a woman can provide for a man that is underrated? Underrated? Or under... That's probably not the word I'm trying to use. Yeah. Overrated? No, underrated. Underrated. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. One more time. One more time. (laughs) What do you think... Okay. What do you think a woman can provide to a man that it doesn't get a lot of credit? Or that does... Yeah, it doesn't get a lot of credit. Okay, I get you. So something... Yeah, I guess an underrated characteristic yeah like no one really talks about it but this shit is vital it's, yeah it is okay right? I, I get you okay uh-huh. <laughs> okay good because i was like oh my god if i say that wrong <laughs> and you know what's funny look at my notes uh, oh wait i didn't write it down i was like is this the word i'm gonna ask it before we am i saying it right <laughs> <laughs> underrated joe, joe, you guys joe, joe is like my uh, my human dictionary he he's definitely the he's the book smart i'm the street smart street smart no you're not <laughs> yes i am no you're not <laughs> Okay, whatever. All right, well, um, we'll just agree to disagree, okay? That's something that's right. very important too yeah, in relationships, that guys. Yeah. Agree to disagree. So um, what do you think a woman can provide for a man that doesn't get a lot of credit for, but is definitely vital in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, what, um, what do I give you? That... You you allow me to be vulnerable. So I, I can let my guard down and I can be a little softer softer because be softer because you're a man and because man, i'm a man yeah. Supposed to be soft. yeah we're not well yeah i guess society, i guess not yeah, society, society doesn't let men be soft you have to be tough you have to be strong and like no emotion everything's just hard and you know what i mean so it's mm-hmm. i think 
I think men get tired of being so tough all the time that yeah. you you kind of have to let your guard down sometimes. And to be able to do that with your partner, it's it's great because you have a safe place. You have someone to be vulnerable with, and yeah. they don't use that against you. Or because I think guys do that. I think guys with guys they'll use vulnerability against each other to kind of one up each other to like oh man. like oh I'm tougher than this guy or fuck him he's he's a fucking punk weak. or whatever yeah he's weak but uh everybody's weak everybody's weak and for men to have to be given this role of being tough and being a leader and being everything it's it's hard it's a it's it's a lot to carry especially when you don't feel like you can you can carry that it's a lot of weight that is true um how you met how you say that because you know statistically the suicidal rates are way higher in men than they are in in women Mm -hmm. and i think that kind of makes sense because men are not raised like society uh raises men to think like don't cry especially in our culture mexicans yeah yeah why are you crying why are you crying yeah don't look at him. He's going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's everyone. But yeah, like, don't cry. You're a boy. Yeah. Boys don't cry. Yeah. You know, or like, just, or even like with my siblings too, like with my older brothers, like, take care of your little sister. Take care of your little brothers. Take care of this. Like you have, especially like if you're a, if you're a Mexican, if you're a Mexican man and you're an older sibling, you're, you're probably have a lot to just. To deal with. To deal with. Yeah. A lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So for you to have a partner that lets you be weak, come here. I'm going to let you be weak, but then after you're done being, you know, vulnerable, vulnerable I'm going to fucking let you know that you are my king and you're fucking strong as fuck and you got us and you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that is a really good one, you know, to be able to be vulnerable. But mm-hmm. I guess I, I that kind of ties into, for for me at least, I love that you are also my safe place. Um and I think that for me, for you to be able to come to me and be vulnerable, that makes me happy because as your wife, I know that you're not holding anything against me. Because before your healing journey, you never told me, hey, I'm struggling here or hey, no. I'm, I'm feeling upset. Never. Uh-uh. And um, so I would see you and you would, you know, go into your space and you would just shut down for an hour for a day whatever and i felt i felt useless i'm like talk to me Mm -hmm. i'm your partner like i'm your wife like i need to help you with these things you know and now that you're more more vulnerable with me i love that because i feel like i'm doing my my job as a wife like Mm -hmm. as your partner to help you when you're not so tough Mm -hmm. because you are the tough one you're the rock to our family but you know, there you're not a robot. There's gonna be times where you you can't be. Mm-hmm. So for you to accept that and come to me when you're not, and let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. both, you know, see what we can do from this situation, and then just you'll feel better like after. Or you'll just be like, wait till Mercury's out of retrograde. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde. <laughs> that's why you're feeling that. And then you're a Gemini. You're good. Like, so. <laughs> I know that's pretty bad. I I need to stop blaming everything on um, astrology. Uh, well, it's true though. <laughs> I I believe in that. Yeah. But yeah, vulnerability I think is a big thing. I think um, you have to feel comfortable being vulnerable. And I think also with not just you, with the relationships that I have, like my friends. Right. Uh, the ones that I'm vulnerable with are the are my most cherished friendships. Yeah, they're, they're my closest friends. They're my my brothers. Yeah. Yeah, because when you're vulnerable that moment that you're vulnerable and someone accepts your vulnerability and Uh doesn't change how they view you they become family yeah they do because you're it's like you're superman and you're wearing this cape all day and then when you take that cape off you you don't have to be superman you could be yourself but then for them to still love you as a superman that you are yeah without the cape it's just it's great it's It's great to have that openness and yeah that trust in the other person to for you to trust them with your vulnerabilities. And yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, um... I Oh, one more thing, too. What? I think it's it kind of ties into the understanding. Mm-hmm. 
you as the other partner also have to try to be in tune with your partner to kind of see them in their vulnerable state and ask hey what's going on what's wrong and i think i think being in tune is a is a big thing too i think the more you start to love that person the more you understand them you become more in tune and you're able to tell them hey what's going on and sometimes you don't even tell them what's going on you already kind of do what you think is going on or you, what you think they're struggling with and you take that out of their they're plated for that day and it, it, it helps it helps a lot and honestly yeah 100 percent. because for me that's that's what you provide for me to love you like so much because there's times where i wake up and i'm just feeling not like a not in a good mood and you come and you instantly like know that my mood is off so you are so in tune with me that you're like, hey, what's going on, you know? And I'm just like, am I that obvious? But I don't think I'm that obvious. It's just that you're that in tune with me mm-hmm. and you want to get me back on track, mm-hmm. you know? You fight to get me back on track to make to help me feel like good, my best self, mm-hmm. yeah. And even then there's times too where I'm like just doing my thing or whatever and you're like, you know what, babe? I'm going to get the kids and I'm going to go to my mom's house. Like you do your thing and you just leave for like an hour, an hour and a half. And you just let me relax and not worry about you, not worry about the kids, not worry about any like house things. And I'm just sitting there with my thoughts, with myself for an hour. And that honestly, I love that because you allow me to be in this space where I can relax. I can be myself. I can get in tune like with my mind, with my body, with my soul. And sometimes, most of the times, I don't even have to ask you for that. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to ask you for a break. You're just so in tune with me that you're like, this girl needs a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe I'm just that obvious. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you wrote it on the <laughs> fridge right there. <laughs> I need a break. And no. it's kind of smeared. So it looks like you erased it. I kind of erased it. <laughs> no, but we talk about stuff like that. So... Since we talk about it, next time it happens, I try to remember, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This she talked to me about this, so this is probably what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's kind of like being in tune. It is, yeah. You remember, yeah. you're you you're. I not, hear you. You're yeah, exactly. You're, you're just not that. listening to me. You're actually hearing me. Um, but yeah, I think that we're gonna probably have to. Well, I have a question for you. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. I have a question. Um, so, do you think? In relationships, that change is a must. And if it is, how often do you think change should happen? I mean, how often? I don't know. Like, I mean, it could differ for everyone, right? So do you think change change is a must? must? Uh Oh, yeah, for sure. Change is definitely a must. And um, Why do you think? think? Because I just think people, like, you, you evolve. Like, when you're stagnant, when you're not changing you're not growing Mm -hmm. you know and like even how we were talking about earlier about our dates Mm -hmm. right last year we went on a date every single month but towards the end of the month it was kind of like the end of the year i'm sorry yeah the end of the year um we were doing the same thing over and over again yeah to go to the same restaurants going to the same places like Uh it kind of got like (laughs) i don't want to say boring but routine yeah Yeah, we have to break routine we have to do something different Mm -hmm. so i think that's why this year we're like you know what we loved the idea of spending time together Mm -hmm. away from the kids once a month but let's just do something that we totally haven't done Mm -hmm. you know so that's change you know that 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 changes and what are we doing this month don't try to get out of me right now okay (laughs) you know i'm gonna tell you but we are we're gonna go um on our date on thursday so you're gonna be (laughs) So surprised, so surprised. Skydiving? (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, change is a must. Change allows us to grow. Mm -hmm. And if you're growing, I'm growing. Because Mm -hmm. guess what? Once you're growing, now I have to change and adapt. I have to adapt to that new version of you. And that means I have to change myself too. Because Mm -hmm. now if I love you that much, I now have to change who I am and how I go about things. In order for us to still be on that same page. You got to accept the new me. I have to accept the new you. I have to fall in love with the new you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what change does. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know a lot of times people change and uh, the, the partner 
doesn't like it or doesn't agree with it and then that's when the relationship kind of you know mm -hmm. it, it, it dies but you have to keep on changing because if you don't want your partner to change like let's say i love you so much for who you are right now today right but if you want to change and i'm so scared to allow you to change then guess who's going to be unhappy i'm going to be happy but you're not mm -hmm. so i have to love you enough to let you change to the person that you want to be and i have to learn to love you enough to learn how to love that new that new version of you mm -hmm. and i think that's how and then for us like we've been together for 16 years i've had to love you so many different times like i had yeah. to learn how to love you over and over again because mm -hmm. like i said earlier you're definitely not the 17 year old person that i you know you're not you're way better now but <laughs> but i've had to learn to love you a few times yeah so yeah change is definitely a must but i think if you use if you do it wisely and respectfully it'll be a good thing mm -hmm. i agree but all right, you guys, we are going to let you guys go. And can I say one of thing? Of course you can. Okay. Um, I want to tell you that I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> that I think what you're Thanks, doing honey. is fucking great. I think it's awesome that you put your stories and your own personal uh, take on life. And what I think what you're doing to try to help somebody and try to maybe open somebody's eyes or help them take this step, these this path this journey on on growth i think i think that's awesome and i think that's selfless of you and i love you for that and i i i love listening to you <laughs> i'm probably not gonna love listening to myself but <laughs> <laughs> i love listening to you i love everything you're doing i'm i'm very proud of you and i hope you're very proud of everything that you've done learning all this shit that you're doing i'm like <laughs> what how the hell it's it's i think it's great i love i love seeing you do this and it's I, I love seeing you happy doing this too and yeah, yeah. i just wanted to say that <laughs> well thank you so much and honestly you like i mean yeah it is me that i'm doing and it is my thing or whatever but having that support from you like it just makes me it just makes everything better you know so mm -hmm. i love you and thank you for joining me <laughs> all right you guys enough of that lovey-dovey stuff we will let you guys go thank you so much for tuning in to another episode this one was pretty long but i mean that just comes to show you guys me me we just talk huh? we talk and talk for hours yeah so um thank you so much for joining me and i will talk to you guys on the next episode bye